The Christian O'Connell Show Podcast. Be honest with me. Be honest with yourself. Have you secretly, maybe you haven't even told another human being, have you secretly thought, you know what, I'd love to give stand-up comedy a go. But then even just thinking that, it's like, oh, I can't, I can't. What if they heckled? What if they don't like me? I urge you, if you've just had a thought, and it's probably been there a couple of times, maybe you've seen a stand-up special, think, do you know what, I'd love to do something like that in your own way. Please give us a call this morning, 94141043. I'd love to do a night where you actually got to give it a go. I think you would. I guarantee this. I can't guarantee how it's going to go, but I will say this. You will feel differently about your life the moment you come off there. Because actually, whatever you do, whatever your fears are, when you do go through them, which is what most of us spend all of our lives working really hard not to go through them, you will, it changes you. It just, it does, it rewires you. It just shows what you can do. You will feel stronger and larger coming through it. I got into stand-up very young. I was doing gigs when I was 18. And then when radio happened for me, I kind of stopped. And then I didn't do stand-up for about 20 years, to be really honest, because of stage fright. And then I had this amazing experience once. This woman, she literally changed my life. I was just about to turn 40, and I was chatting to a woman, actually just in a cafe. You know, sometimes you can have an amazing conversation with a complete stranger. Mm. And he wondered, was she meant to be there today? Mm. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm overthinking, like, turning 40. Oh, my God, I'm halfway dead. Uh, you know, the best, uh, my best year's over and stuff like this. And I got to talk to her, and she is a bereavement counsellor. And she doesn't just help people who've lost somebody. She's there when people are dying. Right. That's her job. Yep. Been doing it 20 years. What an amazing thing. She was in her 70s. And I said, oh, my God, what is that like? She goes, what's really sad about it is actually the amount of people who die with regret. She said, well, all they do is they wish they hadn't had so much fear in their life. And she said this amazing line. I remember writing it down. She said that cemeteries are full of people who've got um, dreams and hopes that they never got to give a, give a chance to. I remember thinking, do you know what? I'm going to go back to stand-up, and I did. And it was terrifying, but it was one of the best things. I know that, actually, I don't think I'd have had the confidence to come to Australia if I hadn't got back into stand-up. I had to sort of prove something to myself to show myself that you are still alive. And actually, even though you can be really, really frightened of doing something, and the reason why, if you ever hear stand-up comedians talk, they talk about killing and dying. Because <laughs> actually, that's what people feel. I would die. Like. Oh, my God. it would kill. Mel even said this to me. If I got heckled, it would kill me. I went steady on. I promise you, it will won't kill you. It. You will live through it. All great comedians still have to eat one sometimes. But that's how we talk. Stand-ups talk like that. They go, I killed tonight. You know, I died on my backside. It's always that very sort of polarity. It's either you're either winning or you're dying, but you don't need to turn it into that. So if you are interested, I'm serious about this. I will host tonight. We're our own little venue. The golden rule is there's no heckling, okay? No. Generous crowd. Yeah, people will respect what you're doing. Give it a go. You've only got to do, I think we'll just give you, just, just do two or three minutes. You don't need to do any more like that. We will give you help with what is called your set, what you're going to do up there. And I guarantee, if I was to chat to any of you within five minutes, I think something would come out of that conversation. I'd go, that's what you should talk about. All right, but first of all, I don't even know if, how many of you are interested. 94141043. Clive. G'day, how you going? Clive, so you're interested. You've thought about being a stand-up comedian or giving it a go? Many times. But I've just been too nervous to put myself out there. Great. So, would you be up for getting involved in this if we uh, if we go ahead with it? Yeah, hundred percent. It sounds sounds like it would be a good opportunity to try it out. 
And what is your number one? I, you're so hesitant, Clive. I get it. I get it. Um, Clive, uh, what... just just going up there and like bombing out. But you don't know if you're going to bomb out already. You're, you're thinking about something you really want to do, and it going really badly. It's like saying, "I won't get on a plane." It will smash into a mountain. It's like it probably won't. It's more likely not to smash into the mountain. You don't know how it's going to go. No, but it's, it's that that little voice in your head saying, "Like, no, don't do it. You're going to. No one's going to laugh. It's going to be." Yeah, it's true, isn't it? The worst heckling you'll have, yeah. have in life is actually from yourself. It's true as it is. The amount of times you, go, yeah. you can't do that, you'll know that funny, it'll go really badly. Clive, I tell you what, I really respect and thank you very much for even uh, giving this a call and saying that you're interested, okay? Well done even doing that. No worries. So, Clive, tell me this. When you are watching comedians, right, like really good stand-up comedians, who are your favourites? Um, I like Jim Jeffries. Brilliant stand-up. Ricky Gervais, yeah. Kevin Hart. I, I like a lot of them. It's just, I don't, know, probably, I don't know who my favourite is. But when you're watching them, it obviously gets you excited. You're not just watching it like most people. You're watching it and you're thinking, I'd love to give that a go or do something like that, right? Yeah, I always think about what set I would do or like what stories I would tell after Brilliant. I watch it. Like, you're exactly who should be coming excited. along to this. Yeah, you're not just watching it, you're imagining it. I think there is an inner stand-up comedian that wants to come out and give it a go. Definitely, Clive. Definitely. Definitely. All right. See, so you're warming into I'm, it now. You're warming into it. I can see you. Yeah. You know, your, your, your fear's going away and the passion's coming up. Well, I wanted to try to get into it earlier. I've been on the show before for the sock slide on Peru. Ah. Oh, good to speak to you again, Clive. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's how you got your well, first break in showbiz. How many do you know out there? Honestly, apart from 80-year-olds, how many clients do you know? There you go. You've got I your opening you clicked on. <laughs> But yeah, I wanted to like ask someone about getting into it then, but I was like, no, I can't. It's too. They don't want to talk to me. I'm just some listener peasant. Hey, listen, I've got to be honest. We only had <laughs> eyes on that sock slide, Christian. and we were so yeah. worried that someone was going to go out a second floor window because of the OHS. Do you remember that? Do you remember the paranoia? Yeah, the amount of padding side. they put all over the walls. I know. Except you left the fire hose in the way. Yeah. Yes, we did see that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Clive. We 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 leave it there for now, mate. But thank you very much for giving us a call. Yeah, no worries. Let's go to uh, Jason. Jason. Good morning, Christian. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. So, stand-up, you fancy giving it a go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of karaoke, and, um, and my wife tells me I'm funny. Everybody I know tells me I'm funny, but it's just the whole nerves and uh, what if, what if, what if, and never get around to it. And then had a friend who, um, who passed away unexpectedly at 38. I thought, you know what? Life's short. What's the worst that can happen? They laugh. I don't know these people. Who cares? So, yes, I want to give it a crack. Brilliant, Jason. I'm very sorry to hear about your uh, friend dying as well. Yeah, yeah, it was very unexpected. But what can you do? I mean, Well, I'll tell you what you can do. You can honour his passing by you living your life and using the privilege that you've got. We all haven't been alive to do something with it. So, Jason, I will just say one thing. Don't ever say to me again, you've done karaoke and therefore equals stand-up comedy. (laughs) That is reading out other people's and singing other people's song lyrics. They're two very, very different things. (laughs) Should we do comedy karaoke? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, pick your comedian's routine. I'm going to do a Chris Rock routine like now, like Michael Scott in the office. Um, (laughs) Jason, stay there for now, Jason. Thank you very much for being brave enough to give us a call, buddy. Uh, Sarah. Good morning, Sarah. Morning, Christian. How are you going? I'm good, Sarah. I'm very excited to hear from you. Thank you very much for trusting us, first of all. Oh, my God. I was so scared to call. <laughs> but you're doing it. You're on air now. So tell me about stand-up and you. Uh, so 
My, I don't know if I'm particularly funny. My life is funny. So my life is essentially one massive episode of Modern Family that I cannot escape. Brilliant. Well, you've got a lot to write about. <laughs> talk about them. A lot. A lot. Yeah. And have you done any live performing before or is this something you've always thought you'd like to try? Uh, look, like Jason, I've done some karaoke. Um, uh, I've sung once, uh, but no, this is something that I never really thought that I could do because I'm not sure if people will laugh with me or at me. <laughs> well, as long as they're laughing, it really cares. <laughs> well, pretty much. <laughs> All right, Sarah, we got to go, okay? So, um, um, uh, thank you very much for giving us a call. Thank you. All right, let's take one more. Let's get Craig in. Craig. Yo. Yo. Craig, you in stand-up? Yes, mate. Um, I want to have a crack at something I've been um, thinking about my whole life, actually. Actually, my grandmother even said to me uh, when I was a teenager, you know, if she could win that photo, she'd put me through acting school. So oh. I basically let fate direct my life, and so I've had a crack at, you know, acting. I spent over a 1000 bucks trying to get into radio. Um, but it's not meant to be. It's not meant to be. But I think now is the time. Okay, when you say you spent a thousand dollars trying to get into radio, I didn't know money could get you into it. What do you spend a thousand dollars on? I went to the Victorian School of Radio, and um, you know, did a month there, and then oh, yeah, Jackie the Boy did a week. Yeah, <laughs> but it seems to be a very clicky um, industry, and uh, it's not what you know; it's who you know. Well, maybe. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Craig, what do you do for a living? I'm a truck driver at the moment, so this is probably my forty-fifth occupation. Um, you for real? Aren't you what? You've had over forty jobs. Yeah, man. Not like just like job to job, Jay. From working in a kitchen to driving a crane to being a deckhand on a scallop trawl in the middle of Bass Strait to being a CFMEU union organizer. This is what your set should be. I mean, I don't, I've never met anyone who's had that many jobs. Have, have you left, or have they kicked you out? They've kicked me out because well, I talk get about that. It's the most learned, fired man in the world to tell you, to tell you his story. Possibly, possibly. See, we're already laughing. How can you be fired from that many jobs? I just enjoy life too much, and I'm a bit of a larrikin. Well, it's all right about enjoying life, but you still got to be a grown-up and do the job. You don't want a clown running the cranes. I know, but, you know, it's... There's always something. There's always there's always work around. There's, you know, if you're willing to have a bit of a crack, you know, um, you can't get hung up on just. Oh, you know, yeah. That's what we want from our crane drivers. Yeah. Just giving it a crack. Yeah, totally. Do. Yeah, <laughs> someone have a bit of banter up there. A surgeon with a laugh. <laughs> no, but it's um it ignited my passion last week. Um, I wrote the uh, Carlton song for your uh, footy Oki. Oh, the blues one. That was very very funny. You made it into yeah, the top four. Yeah, so this is it. I'm, I'm, this, I'm launching from here, whether it's through you guys or not. But yeah, I'm I on. I love man. your ambition. I'm on. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Craig. Thank you very much. We have got your details. Good on you. Thanks, Christian. All right, listen, we've got to go. We've got the news, and uh, I didn't know this many of you would be up for this, and I can see there are more people calling in. We're going to leave it there for now. We'll come back to this tomorrow. In the meantime, if you want to drop me a line, you can email me uh, today. That's probably the easiest way to do it. I really would love to find a teenager uh, who's interested in giving it a go. I'd really love to find someone who's a teenager and really interested possibly in stand-up comedian. Email me, christian at christianoconnell.com.au. 
do not email me, please, on somebody else's behalf. If they're not, if you're not going to email me, you're not going to be part of this. So you email. Don't wait for somebody else to do it. Okay. You heard what one of the guys said about how sudden life can be in short. We've seen this with Shane Warne. You know, use your time while you're here. Do something. Have a story about it. This is the Christian O'Connell Show podcast.